Folks and welcome to Blipcast, the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast, episode fifty-four. We were in the sixties. No, we're not. What? I am Daniel. Yeah, we're fifty-four. And I am Katie, Lady Lamy's case with the K Mesmer of the twenty-fourth PhD, aka the new little K. Uh, right, I don't I'm feel twenty-four. Okay. What does it mean to feel twenty-four? Hmm. To not be any other age but twenty-four. Well, to. F- do you I still don't know. feel 23? Kind of. I still feel like 21. Because that's where I want to be right now with the way my life is going. <laughs> yeah, we're in 54. Like I should have made these choices three years ago. But even now, <laughs> still questioning whether or not they're good choices. Oh we'll talk no. about that later on. Oh no, I'm 24. Foreshadowing. We've never done that before. Mm. We've done segues, but never foreshadowing. True, we haven't. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be talking about aging, I've done a bit of that. But again, come back to that. Oh, Spooky Jones. Oh. Uh, but first, I want to start off with something that is often an argument with Katie Bear and I. It's Kay. not really an argument, per se. Do you eat oranges? Yes. How? What is your method of getting... It or- depends. Because if it's served to me as a slice... You have an orange. You have a, a whole A whole orange. orange. I think I would, uh, okay. I will discuss oranges and then I will discuss clementines. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so an orange I would cut up and make and cut into slices and then peel the white stuff away. So there's a little bit of white stuff on the actual flesh mm-hmm. and then eat that whole. Okay. I take all seeds out, of course. But a clementine, I would just peel off everything and then... Um, eat the little sectionals. <laughs> Section. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, just tear those off and eat those like chips. <laughs> so every time you eat a clementine, same. Peel yeah. off the skin. Good to go. Yeah. When I eat an orange, lately I s- I've been trying this method I saw online where mm-hmm. you cut off the top and bottom about half inch. Yeah. And then you cut it halfway down the middle and you basically fold it open. What? Yeah. Okay. So you, you have an orange. You have a, a it's a it's a globe. Circle. Yeah. 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 So you talk. Do you cut off the top right. where like the stem is yeah. and the bottom of the butthole yeah. is? Then, then you, you turn fold it. No. 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 You turn it sideways, and then you have an exposed top and bottom. Yeah. And then you take a knife, and you cut halfway down oh. the, the orange, and you roll it open. And then. Okay. And then ideally, the sections open with it. You can just pay, pluck them out that yeah. way. Uh, it's worked for me like twice. Um, Out of how many times? Uh, like ten times. Oh shit! It. Okay. And, and the uh, my alternative way of eating an orange when I don't have access to a full kitchen thing is just kind of like poke at it, peel it with my thumbs, and but no matter what I do, orange juice gets fucking everywhere. Yeah. Because I don't know how to eat an orange apparently. Yeah. I don't know the proper method, and your way has a knife involved, and I'm dumb. I can't orange. I had an orange not long ago. My beard was. Is that's <laughs> interesting? It's lovely. I don't think there is a proper way to eat orange. Oh, a, a orange. Oh my eat god! I orange? did it. How to eat uh, an orange? Are, are you struggling with your an b- before vowel word? I'm struggling thing? with like 
all proper speak. See, there you go. <laughs> wow, that was not scripted. Because <laughs> the look on your face was just like, ugh, I did that. <laughs> Every single time. And I do it quite often. I just don't. I need to start reading more is the problem. Probably. Reading's apparently good for speaking good. Also writing good, which yeah. I need to be doing more of. I should probably do some of that, too. Yeah. I did an interview with a band recently, and it was supposed to be for another podcast idea I have, and I may still put it out as a pilot of some sort for mm-hmm. it, but they threw me in the back of the venue next to, like, the train <laughs> station, <laughs> so there was just trains running the whole time, and it was super noisy, and then, like, five minutes in, my recorder, which was not my phone, died. Oh. And so then mid-question, I switch over to my phone, right? which sounded way better. <laughs> I don't know why I was convinced I needed to use an actual recorder. I thought you had started using your phone. I did, but not because of this. Oh. But because... I, it uh, sounded better. It did. So like it sure did. <laughs> um, I forgot how bad this thing was. So anyway, it's got two completely different interview, like tonal qualities to yeah. it. And it's just kind of a mess. But I realized doing it like, oh man, I'm way off my interview game. I need to like Aww. get better. So I need to like, I probably read more interviews and yeah. stuff like that. Well, uh, that band I interviewed was Between the Buried and Me. I saw oh. them for the Sweet. seventh time, I think. Sweet. I, I just had to like sweet talk the right publicist and convince <laughs> her that I was legit. And I have legit con- credentials, but ugh, <laughs> the results <laughs> the results are rough. Uh, but I interviewed their drummer and rhythm guitarist. So that was a good time. That's awesome. Mm, it was really, the really whole good train show. thing and the, you mm? know. Yeah, except for <laughs> all the technical aspects of it. Yeah. <laughs> what was worse is I was preparing to interview their, their singer and I was told that morning I was interviewing the drummer. Mm-hmm. So like I compl- like I had I prepped for days for the singer. I was told that morning I got a drummer. Prepped for hours for the drummer. And they're like, oh yeah, you also have the guitarist. I'm like, I don't have shit for you, but I'll wing it. That <laughs> 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 was a good time. But yeah. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that was the start of a long, lovely journey that I've been on. Hmm. What have you been up to? Oh, oh my. Oh heavens. Um, I saw Ant-Man. Thoughts? It's actually good. I've heard. I've heard it's actually good in, in the wake of, like, the second Avengers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it has a plot, That's which good. is fucking a step up. Uh, I don't care about spoilers. Does it end with a big swarm? No, there's swarms in the middle of it. Okay. And so it, it is awful. But I stuck through it. It's fine. I didn't get over my fear. As oh, the two people yeah. that I went with <laughs> thought I would. It didn't make it worse or anything. So seeing an ant gigantic wasn't helpful? Weird. <laughs> a whole shit ton of them. Yeah. No. Um, and it, I, I would recommend it. Okay. I mean, if you're even slightly interested, just because you've heard that it's good, go see it. Okay. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Maybe well, That's false. I do have stuff to do tomorrow. <laughs> you I, liar. No, I, I, I was like, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. Wait, I've got like... A bunch of adult shit, and then a meeting with a friend to day drink. Adult shit. I, I mean, like laundry and. <laughs> no, I know. I don't know. For Just some reason, the name of the, yeah, okay. It's calling it adult shit. I don't know if I clean my clothes, I feel like more of an adult. Well, I do too, and I need to do that. See. God. See. The joys of being older. Actually, speaking of which, our roommate moved out, and it is so nice to live on your own. <laughs> 
was it the three of you? Yeah. And then so now it's just you and Dan. Yeah. It's the Yay? best. Is it? Yeah. Is it like? <laughs> Why question? No, mark? the reason I say because are you like financially cool for it? We're. Or are you like? I mean, are you looking fine. for a third now? No, no, no. We're fine to do it. It's just that he, while he is getting better opportunities, um, it seems exponential growth. Um, that was a really poor sentence, but I think you understand what I'm trying to I say. I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, my hours will be cut next semester. That's not that good. So I can technically do it. It's just going to take my entire paycheck. Who needs food or yeah. gas? <laughs> well, stuff. And <laughs> internet, which is his entire livelihood. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, no, I, it should be fine. It's just, it's going to be a little bit tight. So I can't just like go shopping. Should he, he should go out and do like stand up busking, put out like a hat and just start doing bits on the street and see if people <laughs> throw money in. That's it. okay. I can do like freelance jobs, like uh, a normal person. Well, Okay. <laughs> I just like the idea of that. I'm just like standing on a bus and just putting on a hat and be like, "So my girlfriend," and just like and just like start leaning on the, the like rails like you're leaning on a mic stand. Yeah. yeah be good times. Do it, Dan. He won't hear this. It's fine. Uh, but Dan's the busy one. Well. I mean, I'm busy too, but. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then there was your birthday mm-hmm. celebration. That was fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Had you been before to Coinop? No. Uh, listeners, we went to Coinop in Sacramento. It is a barcade, mm-hmm. which is some uh, a word I wish I would have thought of. Because <laughs> I love combining words and just doing dumb shit with it. And yeah. a bar and arcade, barcade. It's, it like writes itself, and it was a great, good, good place. Yeah, it is very fun. And I, they were playing 80s music, so I was right at home. But there was a lot of weird people there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess it's still sort of new. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't quite found exactly who, it, like, is going to be its family. But I felt very, I don't know. Like, I like it wasn't what it was advertised. I mean, it's still a bar, and you're going to kind of get, like, a weird bar crowd. No, I was expecting that. Okay, what, I were, was you, just what expecting, were you not expecting? I was expecting kind of awkward nerds. To sort of be trying to get into the whole social thing. Oh? I saw, like, four nerds. Yeah. I mean, like, nerd That's the is type of... Nerds really, like, mainstream now, though. I know, but, like, it Like, isn't. bros are nerds. Bros are not nerds. Bros pretend to be nerds because... the. I I mean, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, those are super bro games. <laughs> like, if you, if you were to dissect, if you were to take <sighs> games yeah. and, like, section them off into personality types, you had a lot of, air quote, bro games there. That's a good point. I've, yeah. I, they didn't, I mean, they still had, like, your kind of classics there and pinball, which I feel is kind of nerdy. It's quite nerdy. But <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you you had the obvious ones. You had the, like... You had your Street Fighters, your Mortal Kombat's, that basketball throwing yeah. thing. Uh, Which was a hit, by the way. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't think anyone was not on there. <laughs> uh, it was just 
full whole, whole, all night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was enjoyable. I went into it thinking it was going to be better than it was, and Dan went into it thinking it was going to be worse than it was. So you guys evened up. Yeah. Cool. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, but beforehand, uh, we went to Fox and Goose. First time ever being there. I don't know much about it. It's a British pub mm-hmm. over on like T and Ninth. We just walked up the street. That's kind of all I know about it. I know it's yeah. it's a pub and the general area where it is. It's really good. Yeah, cool. You should go. All right. Um, they make their French fries as like Chips. really, huh? Chips. Chips. Are they called chips? I guess. I don't... I See, okay, I don't know the difference between chips and french fries. That's what we should be learning today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no more comments for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even learning about comments. We're learning about meteorites, meteoroids, meteoroids. It has to do with comets. Well, I can learn a lot of shit. Fine. Fuck you. We'll learn two things. <laughs> Double up learning. Fine, I'll recommend two things. No, I can't remember what we were learning. <laughs> uh, about some meteor shark. No, no, wake, no, no, wake no just now. Chips versus Chips fries. Chips versus fries. Good. Are you passing out just now? Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Too much loading. Too much. Like brain loading. Almost oh. being sick and then like not actually getting sick because then I hydrate myself and then like the sicky feeling in your throat goes away and then like as soon as you stop hydrating yourself properly it comes back and then it's like I'm gonna get you sick and then you're like no. No, no, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I know just your, really your so face s- just goes so flat when I speak. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Mm, good. You're saying anything. That's creepy. What do you want me to do with my face? I don't know. I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. I've never associated it with hydration. It's probably exactly what it is. Because I'm like, ugh, I feel like I'm going to be sick. The next day I'm like, well, that was nothing. Weird. Okay. Fair enough. There's a lot of, like, stupid... No. Stupid. Not potato chips. Want, like, chip... Like, you can't... Mm. Hmm. Anyway, what have you? What else have you been doing? Uh, well, that was for my birthday. I'm now 27, which is f- fucking weird. Cause I, I, in my head, there's like your early 20s, which yeah. ends at like 23. Your mid, which from in my head is 24 to 26, and now I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. I'm nearing death, or 30, whichever no. comes first. <laughs> well. Here's the thing. If I want to join the 27 Club, I've got to do something really, really good sometime between now and next August and then die. Don't die. Uh, But I'll be legendary. No, you won't. I'll do some mediocre shit and then die and become like Amy Winehouse. No, because she was famous before she died. I'm working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, So, uh, yeah, that was... That's what led us to the barcade. But before that... I uh, did some adventures around our great state of California. I drove down to uh, San Diego and spent a few days there. California. California. <laughs> I, I'm very cultured now. Oh, yes. I, I In a, in a two-week span, I went to two different sands. Oh, my I God. Know, San Diego and San something else, probably Francisco. <laughs> uh, but went down to San Diego for a few days, visited uh, Katie's family, and we went to the San Diego Zoo, which is like a world-renowned zoo, and it's... It lives up to the hype, and oh yeah, that's all a great the zoo. animals. Yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, saw pandas. That's apparently uh, like 
a big deal. I didn't really think about it until we got there. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a panda. Yeah. And I waited in line to see a panda. You waited in line? Yeah. Holy there's shit. A, there's a big line. All right. And uh, saw some pandas just kind of chilling. Saw a bunch of bears. Saw two different kinds of otters, which is great. So I was, I was pretty <laughs> happy. A lot of birds and stuff. And then the uh, the next day, we, we basically, we both brought our DSs because we're the worst. Yeah. And we had it on uh, street pass mode to yep. just collect people and count our steps. We had 17,000 steps or something like yeah. that. I don't know if that's like really a lot. According to some nonsense step to miles thing, it said we walked seven miles, which seems low and high. I don't really know. I mean, it's it's a little higher than what you're supposed to get every day. So it's <laughs> 12,000 steps. Yeah. I had this coworker who, um, like me, worked mainly a desk job, but once a day she'd like panic about like an hour before her shift and start <laughs> mumbling to herself, got to get my 12,000 step or 10,000, whatever it is. Yeah. And I start walking around the place, like doing stuff related to her job, but ultimately it was just walking. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so then the next day we went to the uh, San Diego Zoo Safari Park, mm-hmm. which is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. But it's actually more zoo like than I was expecting. Oh. Have you been? either i i went a really long time ago when i could still get into legoland so you we'll come back to that <laughs> um <laughs> no we'll do that now you have to be a certain something to get into legoland you have to you have to be with a child like i think 12 or under to that get into right. legoland i have a friend who just went with his wife for their anniversary and they went just the two of them really yes then maybe that's a new thing because when it first opened you had to have a child it's like a Chuck E. Cheese situation? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe there was a lack of problem, and then they decided to just open it up. They're like, oh, man, all these like neck-bearded men <laughs> love Legos. They really want to play with Legos in a big setting. Let's let everybody in. You know what? Actually, that may be the case, Maybe. because it was probably a lot of money that they were not getting. P.S. I love Legos. I have about not a neckbeard. I know. I, I trim it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, so the, the actual safari park, like for the most part, it's probably like three quarters, just kind of a zoo with mm-hmm. some stuff that have in both places. But then, you know, you get in a, uh, like a tram sort of thing and drive around this big area where they have like a bunch of endangered animals that they're like recreating what their habitat's like and getting their Aww. numbers back up, which is pretty cool. However, in a bummer note in the middle of our tour, we'd like, see that right there? That's one of the last four remaining white Northern rhinos or something. Uh, it's too old to breed. And... We have, in left in the world, we have, I think it's like four that none of them can breed. That's awful. And got home that night, or to her grandparents' house that night, turned on the TV, and they were announcing the reason it was four is because that morning, the fifth one died. And we're like, oh my god. <laughs> That's so awful. Basically, he said that and was borderline like, anyway, and then showed us some gazelles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably have to say it, like, every day, like, 20 times a day, but, mm-hmm. like. All because of average trading. People like their pianos. Oh, shit. It just ruined, like, the show for you. Thank you for listening. Well, it was mostly just, like, okay, so these people have, have these runners and they're taking care of them. Mm-hmm. But they know they're going to die. And, like, they're going to be the last witnesses of the last living yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're doing good work everywhere else, though. I know. <laughs> and no, I mean, that is good work. It's just, why can't they just take 
Why can't they clone them and put them in a different type of rhino? I think that's the idea. I don't know if they're... I'm pretty sure that's what they're trying to do. I don't know oh. how it's going, though. You say pretty sure, but he didn't mention it in the tour. Uh. So I think there's a conspiracy against the white rhino. Maybe. Sounds... I mean... I mean, wasn't the last white rhino... Um, the last... Uh, Non-captive uh, white rhino killed recently? Not like... While you were at the trip, but mm. okay, maybe. <laughs> well, they said there was four in captivity, and they were the last four. Yeah, and like it was five that morning. So it's fucked up. Yep. Uh, so then the next, then we went to. Uh, well, this is out of order now. Went to this place called Balboa Park. Mm-hmm. Ton of museums there, and they had this one called the Museum of Man, where they had a bunch of uh, special exhibits in. One oh, was. Oh, is that that one where they like? took all the organs and like no 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 okay, that's, okay. that's that's something else i don't think i could stomach that <laughs> no um but they the museum of man is essentially like a um it's just kind of another museum like they have a section where they have mummies and stuff and they had like a uh, one about folklore involving monsters and stuff like that that's which cool. is really cool they had like a history of beer in mm-hmm. societies and stuff like that but then they had this special exhibit which was like a couple bucks more yeah which sounded super interesting which was like history of torture <laughs> and if you went oh. in they just had all the like devices i went to that yeah. i went to that when we were actually when we were in san diego i know where you were yeah, that's still there i thought that was like a traveling thing yeah, i think it is but it was still there did you go yeah okay how did you feel weird the whole time fucking right you yeah. could fucking smell it it was so gross i couldn't smell it but like i i was looking at it going like oh man that Oh, why? Why? Who thinks of that? Yeah. And just like. I could smell it. And I felt gross. Si- like I was really excited because I was a weird kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I had completely changed my opinion about like the way that my mind was supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fucking sick. I'm done. <laughs> and what I've learned is like, man, people came up with really creative ways to like make gossipy women shut up. Like, the most fucked up ways. Like, they had one that looked like a weird dog head. Yeah, yeah. That was like a metal crate. I mean, yeah, it it wasn't to make them shut up. It was to take out aggression. Pretty much, yeah. But. But Like, on the signs, (laughs) it was like, used on gossipy women. Yeah. That seems like a a little extreme. Yeah. No, yeah. Super extreme. Also in said park, we went to uh, Free Art Museum. Which was this kind of art museum? Yeah, it was at the end of our day, and I was kind of not in an art museum <laughs> mood. And a national or natural history museum, which is really cool. They had like dinosaur things. Fuck! No one was San Diego. That Bob O Park made a whole day of it. Yeah, we had to like kind of hurry through places so we could do everything we wanted to do, and still like we're like, oh, that would have been cool. Nope, close at five. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool. Nope, close at four. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did in San Diego. Oh, we got lost in, well, not lost, but uh, we went to the little Italy section because uh-huh. we're meeting in front of Katie's at a um, at a brewery down there mm-hmm. and encountered the worst fucking parking situation we've ever encountered. And when we thought we found parking, we, for the first time, had a car valet. We pull up in the parking and they're like, oh, this is for valet only. And we're like, how much is it? They're like, uh, I think eight bucks or something. We're like, yeah. can we just give you eight bucks? Because <laughs> we've we've been searching for like forty five minutes and we're willing to give you eight dollars. Like, uh, you got to go, my manager. So we went to the manager, dropped off the car, and we're like, "Well, great, cool, later." Nice. Never That's thought it, never thought it'd be valet people, but it was it worked out nicely. It's really convenient, isn't it? It is. 
yeah. sometimes it seems super expensive like it's like 30 bucks to yeah. for like dinner or something but this was reasonable yeah it's pretty nice did you do anything else over in San Diego? In San Diego, no, but we made our way back. And <laughs> you did. Yes, <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, we left with a couple of days of spare before our vacation end, and uh-huh. on the second to last day of the actual vacation, or third or something, we went to Disneyland. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I was yes. so jealous. <laughs> so, since you and I have been friends, and you've been talking about Disneyland pretty much the whole time. Yeah. How many times have you gone since we, you've been talking to me about it? None. Why? Because my family can't afford it, and now Dan can't afford it. You should go. I fucking want to. Just go. Just you go. Are you thinking? Just go. go on. I will fight you. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking of actually getting season passes because it's actually cheaper if you go more than once. You know. Mm-hmm. How much are passes? They're. Th- did you not pay for yours? <laughs> no, not not like <laughs> <laughs> we we've done well. Last time we went, we did three day. Yeah. And that was like with the discount we got through her dad being a veteran was like 160, 180 or something like that. Oh my God. Days. That's oh, cheap. Three day park hopper. Pretty good deal. That's that's like 20 year ago prices. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And anyway. then when we just went, it was like 100 bucks for a day. Oh, okay. Um, the, pa- the season passes are five something for a for a person Mm -hmm. so if i guess with that if you go five times then you're making it up and it's for a year so probably justify that i definitely would (laughs) like i'd go every weekend (laughs) it's only an eight hour drive or something yeah i mean it that drive sucks by the way that's why i fly and i never just fives and so annoying yeah beige and then people trying to like be faster than everybody else and like traffic that doesn't and then it's need just to like sadness and yeah yeah it's gross they do really need to build that stupid bullet train that they were gonna build and then they lost they spent all their money and it's only like a quarter of the way built if even that well if you go fast enough and put a little like angle on the edge of it you can probably like shoot it over because like a bullet so you go the core of the way you shoot it. It's like a ramp. It takes Did you right to LA. Did you ever take physics? <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> what does that I, mean? I technically took a physics class in high school. Okay. But the guy teaching it was actually hired to be the football coach and didn't know shit about physics. Oh. And he's the guy convinced that I didn't believe in the internet. Right. Yes. That guy did teach it. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Stole. I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the... No, the young guy was the history teacher who wasn't qualified to teach history either. But yeah, the physics guy. And then I had the good physics teacher, but I didn't learn shit because I don't understand physics. <laughs> <laughs> so really, should be asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I made fun of you. I know at least that much. Because bullets don't travel in trajectories. It would be like an arrow. That. It's not called an arrow train, though. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Bullets do. Yeah, it's just shoot, further sh- extended. Yeah, if you so shoot you'd a overshoot. Bullet, you'd overshoot. I would overshoot LA if I... I think so. I don't think to, so. To <laughs> I honestly feel like this train... To lift up an entire fucking train and shoot it across California <laughs> at the speed of a bullet. 
I think you'd overshoot LA. But if we're going at the speed of a bullet train? You wouldn't be able to lift off the ground if you're going at the speed of a, a bullet train. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're both dumb. Yeah. Especially you, though. Rude. <laughs> um. So. Um. Yeah, what's up? Are you going to go to Sack Anime? I forget if I asked you. I think I did. No. 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 So. The cast of Futurama, aside from Phil Lamar. That's a weird one. Okay. It's because Phil Lamar and um, the guy who does Fry's voice. Billy West? No, not Billy West. Shit. John DiMaggio? John DiMaggio have a huge tiff, and like they will not be at the same convention together. Interesting. Yeah. So, that's a thing. So, everybody but <laughs> Phil Lamar will be at SAC Anime. As much as like Phil Lamar, I mean, for the sake of the show, they made the right choice. Yeah. Um. Really? It's Sack Anime? Yep. That's weird. Not at all. Because they have a whole bunch of, like, just all oh, yeah, nerdy. Um, and Dan is going to moderate that. Sweet! I know. It's going to be the best. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to talk. Well. Just have, hey, your, your bug's bunny, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Basically, like, when I interviewed uh, Brendan Small, yeah. I, I it was like, I was nervous about still holding it together, but at one point, I even, like, commented, I'm like, dude, this is like the Chris Farley show where I just want to be like, hey, do you remember when Mitch Hedberg was on Home Movies? That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, it was. So I commented on it, made it like uh, playful, still got my nerdiest out and was able to like come back to it. But Aww. I feel like it just be like that over and over. Just like, so you're on a lot of things I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure Dan will feel like that, but he usually holds it together good for him puts on his little his curse heart of cat yes are you guys going tomorrow night no okay to what he's playing the crest oh no i I think the tickets are too expensive we were gonna double date that yeah it was super expensive yeah i like curse hardwick i'm not huge on his stand-up i'm not 40 dollars plus fees on his stand-up no and I don't know. I'm kind of sick of the way that he's handling the Nerdist Network. I don't feel the urge to listen to the podcast as much anymore. It doesn't help that I'm behind from yeah. stuff. I don't know. Like, I'm just sort of over it. He was cool for a while. and then I still like At Midnight a lot. He's my least favorite part. But yeah. I like At Midnight a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does just read off a teleprompter, so it's not even really him. And all the comedians. <laughs> it's, it's basically the comedians and they're like... S- they're uh, s- segment producers, which is just other comedians writing jokes for it. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. That's all I have. Hmm. Well, last Friday, Katie Bear and I went to Outside Lands. Oh, yeah. Which I realized as we were walking up, I was describing it to Katie and how, like, how it is for me. And just, like, it's, like, a huge crowd, which I'm, like, for as much as I go to shows, I don't like really big crowds. Yeah. But I justify it because it winds up being, like, and it's like stupid expensive. <laughs> uh, I was like, I justify it because it's like live music in this setting. It's just like it's whole, a whole other beast, and like waiting for it, it just all seems worth it. I'm like, it's my Disneyland. Yeah. And it totally is. <laughs> it's a thing where I spent. I just like shut up, take my money. I want to see bands. <laughs> I want to go out. I want to go out with all my hipster hipster brethren and just like bask in it. And it's it was so much fun. That's good. Saw a bunch of bands, of course. 
didn't see like like I had like I think fifteen bands to try and see during the day. Oh my god! And between eleven when gates well, music started at noon and ten o'clock when the music curfew was, I was like I could probably try and find at least some of fifteen <laughs> bands. No, so we got there. We got in at gates and met up with uh, I don't know if you remember him, Andrew from KSSU. He did we meet him? He was also in my D and D thing. The Dungeons DJs. Andrew. Tall guy, curly hair, glasses. Anyway. Maybe. Well, uh, <laughs> he became the like music director some point. Probably after he left, actually. Yeah. But um, we ran into him there. We were talking to him before the first band, which was Natalie Prass, uh-huh. who just kind of did like straightforward kind of indie pop stuff. And uh-huh. We stayed for her for a few songs. And then the band I really wanted to see started... Like halfway through her set, so we bailed, and that was the Family Crest. Yeah, the Family Crest is like it varied when they when they started. There were seven people, eight people yeah. on stage. Yeah, when they ended, there was thirteen, and they're all just like there's like singers, there was cello, there's violin, <laughs> there's a, a a woman playing piano that also is playing flute. There's Dan the sax man. Does she have four arms? No, Kay. she would stop playing one and play the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, there's a, a drummer, a bass player, and a guitar singer. But they do, like, we basically decided it was, like, if the music of Mumford & Sons and the likes was done in a way that was more interesting and more, like, diverse. That sounds amazing. So fucking good. One of the best performances I've ever seen. Really? Yes, absolutely. Like, if you get their album Beneath the Brine, which I'm doing a preemptive or early recommendation of. Yeah. The first song on it is unbelievable, and to see him do it live was even crazier, because it, it's just so fucking good. And then, like throughout the fifty minutes, I think they played, they had like this big band swing song mm-hmm. that they did. They had like this slow, super jazzy one. They kind of had like a jangly sort of bluegrass-ish, but like kind of like I said, Munford and Sons done right sort right. of song. And like when we turned around, we couldn't see the end of the crowd. Like clearly, when they started, like. People were like, what the fuck is this? And I like, wandered <laughs> over and it was so fucking good. That's awesome. And then um, after that, we were going to see s- this band called Strand of Oaks, which just is this guy that sounds just like the dude from the Black Keys. Yeah. But instead, like, Kitty wasn't feeling that well just because, like, I don't know, heat. Yeah. Probably, stuff like that. Yeah. Hydration. So instead, we went and found Shade in the Barbary, which is a comedy tent. We caught nice. the end of Jen Kirkman's set, and mm-hmm. then there's two people I wanted to see, Jen Kirkman and then Ron Funches. Nice. So we we got there just in time to see his whole set. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Like, it's he had a couple jokes I'd heard before, but for the most part, it was all new stuff. That's that I, great. That since when uh, Dan and I talked to him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, after that, we went, we tried to go to this one stage to see this guy named Leon Bridges. Mm-hmm. He does, like, soul music, but contemporary-ish couldn't get to a place where it would make sense to be like it was just so far like the crowd was massive for this guy yeah yeah he's had a lot of hype lately like he was on npr recently and okay that sort of thing so we went back to the main stage because saint vincent was gonna play at 4 30 it was like three o'clock we're like eh, we'll get a good spot during the band before her which is this band uh called first aid kit mm-hmm. it's two sisters that are swedish and they do their own interpretation of american folk music <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crazy it's kind of great their newer stuff is less like country. Yeah. They have a song that the song ended with is like a straight up country song that like name checks like Johnny Cash and his wife and some other big country name and like her husband. Yeah. And but halfway through the set, they're like, this song's for our brother. And they started covering fucking war pigs like 
not even like a country version. They were just doing a straight up cover of Warpaint. That's awesome. It was so awesome. I was like, <laughs> I even that one. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> they were just playing Black Sabbath, and they did like everything except for the last solo because the guy cannot, he cannot Iomi, me, the yeah. guy they had backing him. But it was, it was just really, really good, and like the way they were harmonizing their voices was great. And that then so awesome. we were basically using them and in between the sets to get up closer for St. Vincent, mm-hmm. whose set was really good. She does all this like nonsense choreography. Like she kept doing this thing with her f- feet, her fingers like feet kicking or something. It's probably all weird symbolism Kay. that only she understands. All right. But Katie <laughs> described it as just like lame white people shit. Okay. Which we saw Stephen Wilson doing also. It's kind of <laughs> kind of the same idea. Just unnecessary like choreography that's just sort of pretentious all right but it was still a Fair really enough. really good set and she's unbelievable at guitar yeah and uh then after that was wilco who's a band i've wanted to see for a really long time mm-hmm. kind of like a og indie rock okay band. <laughs> and then by the end of their set we we're on the rail nice and i've never been on the rail for outside lands yeah. i was for treasure island but like i don't know if we would have had either of the other headliners for the weekend we would have stayed there yeah. Saturday was Black Keys. Sunday was Elton John. Yeah. Friday, oddly enough, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> so like we were there. We're like, you know, let's give them a couple songs, see how they are live, and just kind of give it a shot. Yeah. So they played some song from the new album, which doesn't really sound like you would expect Mumford and Sons to sound. Mm-hmm. And then the second song they played was that I Would Do It For You song. Yeah. Which I can only like associate with um amazing spider-man 2 <laughs> did you see it no in, in there there's this super dumb montage where he can't be with gwen stacy yeah but he really wants to be so he's making like this chart on a wall of all these like ways of trying to find his parents while having pictures of gwen stacy on there am i saying what yeah and the whole time that song's playing but like how do they ever explain what's going on in his mind? Because that makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's a shit movie. It doesn't really okay. have to per se. Right. But he's trying Fair to figure enough. out like who his father is in the relation to like all this but weird what? cryptic shit. His his aunt won't tell him. What does that have to do <coughs> with him wanting to be with? Yeah, exactly. It was super forced. <laughs> he all for right. some reason they refuse to be together because they have to like have some conflict. I yeah, guess. that's not just like. Oh man, there's that electro Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so that song's playing, and it keeps showing like him putting pictures of her up, and yeah. it's "I Would Do It For You." And when that song played, a guy behind us leaned over and went, "Oh hey, I know this song." So the song started. I went, "Hey, I know this song." <laughs> and we laughed, and like that's we, good. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. We had we had fun at their expense, and then we watched one more song, and then we're just like, "No, this." Not for us. Let's, yeah. let's go get some food and see what else is going on. Uh, so it took us three songs to get from the barricade to out of the crowd. What the fuck? Because it was just so packed with people. That's awful. People love Mumford and Sons. Yeah, I had do. no idea. Yeah. I don't get it. Of all the bands that do that, why them? I I don't know. They're not worth that much love. <laughs> we we um, were trying to cut our way through the crowd. We're being polite as possible with you know trying to get through people like not shoving yeah we're like excuse us you know sorry sorry excuse us whatever that kind of thing and we get to like the way outside lands main stage was set up is say my phone is um this like sound booth there's this thing here where they have a bunch of wires going 
And this is all area where there's a crowd and you have to go around it. it usually, that wire thing is in the middle. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this time it was offset. So there's like a tiny pit of people over here and then a massive pit. I see. So we made it back to this booth where the sound was coming from. Yeah. And this man looks at us and goes, hey, hey, no, 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 no. No, there's no pushing here. I'm like, we're not pushing. We're just trying to get, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. I can pick you up and, and help you out that way. But I'm not going to let you push past me. I was like, okay. For a second, split second, like, looked at his shirt. Does this guy work here? Yeah. <laughs> Is this like, because it would not surprise me if there was this sort of thing at Outside Lands where they made it to where there was like no physical contact, no right. conflict at all. Because yeah. they have a section there called the Digital Detox Zone or something like that, where yeah. you go there, you hang out. There's someone making sure that you don't have your phone out. You're just there to enjoy the artificial nature that is Golden Gate Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's one of that. So I would be surprised if there's like people there that are like just kind of conflict managers. Yeah. But no, this is just some guy who doesn't want people to touch him while he's watching Mumford and Sons' favorite band in the world. So he's like, what you guys can do is you can go back about five people and find another way out because you're not pushing past me unless I lift you. So what's it going to be? I'm like, lift me. <laughs> and, and he's like... So I'm going to lift you up and move you to the other side of me. I'm like, I guess that's the... And like Katie at this point is like, no, fuck this guy. <laughs> so we go one person up. People are still in his group and just go around. And then as we're going around, we hear him giving the speech to some other guy who's just like, lift me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh so, my God. I don't know if he ever lifted that guy. I was curious what he how he's going to lift me. I, he was a massive man. Yeah. Like tall, fucking buff. Yeah. Like just really wanted to join Mumford and Sons, but instead was yelling at people during their set. Maybe he just wanted to feel powerful. Probably. <laughs> so that was pretty much the end of our day there. We um, had some food and checked out what I thought was D'Angelo, which wound up being this band called Iration. Cause I don't know what D'Angelo sounds like. <laughs> D'Angelo was some like big nineties R and B guy uh. that it was a huge deal that he was playing. And like Susie from KSSC was like, Oh my God, you have to see him. Like, Oh man, probably not yeah <laughs> and i checked out his stuff beforehand i was like oh okay that's great and i was like oh neat d'angelo's playing yeah looked up the song later because it was stuck in my head it wasn't d'angelo <laughs> <laughs> that's fine yeah um then we headed out and that was a uh, that was outside lands for us and katie and i were talking and she's like yeah it makes him kind of want to go for the whole weekend i'm like don't you dare put that seed in my head so we're gonna try <laughs> probably go all three days next year that's gonna be a story and a half because yeah. That yeah, I'm sure on Sunday it gets real weird. Well, the thing is, like, looking at the bands, I f- kind of feel like they put the, historically a huge headliner on Sunday, and kind of just miscellany otherwise, like yeah. during the day. But like your Fridays and your Saturdays were stacked. Yeah. Sunday had like your big name artists, Sam Smith, who has that one song. Yeah. And Elton John. Who oh we, shit. We actually wound up watching Elton John here. Yeah. Because they stream the entire festival. So oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we turned it on, like, we Chromecasted the TV and just had, we're like, two or three songs in. And then went, I went for a run and came back, and Katie was still watching it. And then <laughs> we just wound up watching pretty much the entire thing. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, the guy has more songs than I know. And it's stupid to say, he's really good at piano. He is. He's very, very good. Oh, my God. Actually, that reminds me. So, <laughs> we went to a very exciting A's game. Okay. I don't believe you already, but go on. So there was a fight. Oh, good, good. Very close to us. 
It was over a baseball, of course. <laughs> and um, doesn't don't people know that those places are lousy with baseballs? There's baseballs <laughs> everywhere. I know there really are. <laughs> um, but so they they collided. They punched each other. Whatever. The guy who got arrested had his shirt torn in the front, <laughs> like <laughs> down to his belly button. And it was just so funny because it was kind of like you were watching cops. Because <laughs> he just looked so defeated and drunk and like, I don't know. So really alcohol funny. was playing a part. Alcohol was totally playing okay. a part. Um, I think almost everybody at that game was drunk. but um, Which is either commitment to pre-gaming or fucking expensive. Because it is so expensive to get drunk at an event like that. Yeah, it is. That's like 10 bucks, I think, for a Budweiser or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think it's like maybe a 16-ounce Budweiser, Bud Light or something. Yeah. And those, it's really it bad. takes a lot of those to get drunk, so. Yeah. Um, but, so there's that, and then there was the excitement of them winning in the very last inning. Ooh. Yeah. You're a real baseballer now, aren't you? I don't know whether it's the crowd or whether I legitimately like like the idea of like a team that I have been to see several times winning a game because the past two times they've lost. I've never been to a baseball game where the home team won. And I've been really? to five or six. Oh. When I lived in Missouri, I went to three Royals games. They lost twice to the Brewers uh-huh. and a third time to, I don't even know. And then I've been to at least two Giants games and uh-huh. they lost also to the Brewers <laughs> and somebody else. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know what the, the like the arena excitement's like to go to a baseball game. I've been to nope, that was also a, a way team. I went to a college football game to see Stanford play because mm-hmm. my dad's favorite team of anything in the fucking world is Notre Dame. So we oh. wanted to see Notre Dame play, and they destroyed Stanford. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, we walked away from that game, and Dad was excited. We saw <laughs> Notre Dame win. It was just like a landslide. It was ridiculous. Well, yeah. But I, I've been in like live situ- situations, and I I get like that more than watching it at home. Oh yeah, no. Do I you, do do you and Dan watch games? No, um, like I would never ever watch it on okay. anything except real life. Watch it on real life. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's. I think I really enjoy the atmosphere of of being at a game. Because it's a lot of people being passionate about something mm-hmm. all in one place, and it's it's pretty nice. Cool. A little scary, yeah, but pretty Thanks nice. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else? I don't think so. Nope. All nope. right. Nope. Nope. What have you to teach us? Uh, I am going to teach you about the Perseid. Um, Perseid? Per? I don't know. I just named a plant Percy. Not Percy, Percy. That probably didn't sound any different to you. It didn't. Drawing your face. Where'd it go? I'm just okay. Apparently, I'm not going to teach you about chips versus fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. North American fries are sticks of fried potato served hot. Outside of North America, namely in the UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand, these fried pieces of potato are called chips. Side note, a chippy is a place that sells fish and chips. Apparently, there's no difference. I only thought that because at work today, they were talking about us having to do a tasting of real authentic chips as opposed to french fries. Okay. I can see it being more like a wedge. 
sort of thing? Really? I've never like had fish and chips, or I've never been to England, so I have no idea what it would actually be like. I've had pub chips at like a yeah Irish bar, and those are not like your you know McDonald's kind of rectangular things. Yeah, they're like wedges of potatoes, but yeah. they're like thinner. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, oh, but thinner. Well, I don't know. So you, you lost the meteorite so thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess it's I fine. searched over it. Yep. Nope. Doesn't exist oh, well, anymore. We know that fries are, are <laughs> chips. Yeah, it's fine. All right. So for my recommendation, I have uh, the family crest who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, all their materials pretty interesting and cool. I'm debating buying something on either iTunes or Bandcamp from them because I can't find it for like promo use. Mm-hmm. So finding it that way, I'm trying to figure out which way it gives them the most money. I think Bandcamp. But um, as I mentioned, I had a birthday. Yes. And for said birthday, I got some gifts from Katie Bear. Aww. Uh, two of them were, this was a really nerdy gift. Um, it's the floor plan of the Simpsons house. <laughs> nice. It's, That's really cool. It's I so like that. fucking cool. It's it's like the bottom floor and then another one for like the uh, second floor. Yeah. And we're going to frame them and put them up. That's really cool. And it's got like, oh, it's this Bart's tree house and this is Lisa's thing and like Cressy poster. And it's got like everything laid out where it is. And the where we or where she first got the idea for this is a friend of hers above their TV have the apartments from the show Friends. That's cool. Which I was like, oh, man, that's so fucking cool. Let's just <laughs> say like ugly naked guy here. And that we saw these like over a year ago and mm-hmm. just. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that stayed in her mind, and like she found yeah. the Simpsons house, and she also got me this thing, which is a graphic novel called <laughs> "The Gigantic Beard That Was Evil" by Stephen Collins. That's Collins. fantastic. It is about a man named I think his name's Dave. Dave, Dave, who is just this bald dude who has uh, a single hair under his nose mm-hmm. that grows and lives a very boring life and okay. just kind of stays at home and listens to the same album by the Bengals and draw, draws his streets. Mm-hmm. And it is um, kind of a, a story about just like changes in society mm-hmm. and like the place where they live is just called here. Mm-hmm. And just past here, there's a bunch of water and it's an area called there. Right. And the beard comes from there. And it's kind of like how everyone around him reacts when he suddenly grows a beard. Interesting. It's, that sounds really cool. And I was reading it like the whole time. Like, is this pro or anti beard? I cannot tell. <laughs> By the end of it, I, I, I figured it out. But like, it's it's a quick read. It took me maybe, I don't know. It's, it looks thick, but it, you know, it's pictures. So it took yeah, me yeah. maybe half hour, 45 minutes total. Really? Maybe an hour. I don't know. Right. I kind of read it throughout. I read it started in the morning, read it on line lunch at work, and then finished it during my break. Uh, but it's yeah, it's a good thing. Hmm. It's a good thing. That sounds awesome. The beard that was evil. The gigantic beard that the was. The gigantic evil. beard that was evil. Yes, it's not. It's just a, not a regular sized beard. It's no. a gigantic beard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening to episode fifty-four. Oh, I didn't do the oh, word of the day. Oh, what did you do? Oh, we have no words. I do have a word of the day. I forgot how to words. Blah, blah, blip, the word of the day is work. Cause, boo. <laughs> but it's so important because I have to put in a lot of work because I decided that I do have to take the test again because I was looking at like they will. They meaning employers will pay you more if you got a higher LSAT score. Probably. So. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I was. I kind of uh, just like let that go, let that tension go, and now it's back. Anyway, so in French it is travail. 
travail. Mm-hmm. Je travail. Je travail. And um, in French, it is shigoto, which is like general Japanese? work. What? Japanese? Yeah. You just said French for uh, this one. Not French. This one's Japanese? This shigoto? one's Japanese. <laughs> okay. Because you said shigoto, shigoto. Which is general work. Like, um, I go to work. Uh, the verb? Well, it is actually also a verb. Um, oh, okay. And then toil and like super laborious labor is called rodo. Rodo. Yeah. Rodo. I rodo. I rodo. That sounded fucking <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> Japanese. Okay, good. Glad we got, got there. Oh, there's a dungeon. Okay. This is just. This is my recommendation. Go to Humble Bundle. It'll probably be gone because it's Humble Books Bundle. I don't know. How long does this last? Like a month? Yeah, a couple weeks, month. Oh, okay. Um, th- go there then and get the Dungeons and Dragons um, comic bundle. Oh, cool. There's, there's like 20 of them. It's oh, great. wow. Yeah. I think I'm going to get that. <laughs> well, last time they... Well, I don't know if it's the last time, but I got a comic bundle from them once and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 All right. So now, thank you for listening to Bloodcast. Yeah. I've been Daniel, and that's been Katie. Um, you can. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Daniel. That has been Katie. You can find us on the tweets at Blipcast, Facebook.com/slash Blipcast. You can email us, and we dare you to. Now you have to. We triple dog dare you to. Blipcast at gmail.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, they do have the option of truth. This is not truth. Actually, yeah, email us your truths. <laughs> <laughs> we dare you to email us your truths. Now you double have to do it. Bye. Anyway, yeah, bye. bye. <laughs>story called how to watch the Perseid meteor shower how to how to i don't know anything about it <laughs> so i'm guessing you just look up yep great i think it's it's through a certain constellation so you have to look at the constellation and i guess it's for people who don't know where it, it is like me i don't know where the constellations yeah. <laughs> are I'm fairly warm, but I don't want to rank up your... Warm it? Or wait. Warm it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not hot enough. Did you turn the heater up?
like this month at all really yeah oh my god we've been blasting it <laughs> i don't think so it's actually been fairly pleasant for mm-hmm. yeah. july yeah I will just be reading it, but it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Are you reading the how-to one? No. Okay. I'm, I'm reading the Wikipedia <laughs> article, my main source of information. Of course. <laughs> I once learned from uh, Wikipedia that Beck's real name was Fat. <laughs> it was the night that he won the Grammy over Beyonce and all Beyonce's fans went on his Wikipedia and started changing shit. I see. And they kept changing his name to just dumber and dumber things. And one of them just said fat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a thin, thin man. He's yeah. not fat, but it was just like fat. <laughs> That's silly. Just had to stick with a, a single syllable. Oh, fans of any fans kind. Fans of things. <clears throat> Catbox Production. <laughs>